the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. He comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Maninga. Hello and welcome to the All Things Rugby League podcast. Here it is, my official All Things Rugby League Team of the Year. I've posted it on my Instagram page so you can go and have a look at that. Uh, it was so hard to pick, especially the back line. Uh, I've, it was probably one of the hardest decisions for footy I've ever had to make. Um, so many standouts this year in the back lines, um, but I've really narrowed it down. Uh, some miss, people that missed out, Rob, obviously Rib Garrick, I would have had to put him in there, but uh, there's some people that just had to be in this side uh, that, that have had such a great impact on their clubs. Um, and here it is. Here is my 2021 official All Things Rugby League Team of the Year. And let's get started. At fullback, I've obviously got Jay, uh, Tom Trevojevic. I was about to say James Tedesco then. Tom Trevojevic, I've got at fullback. Um, wow, what a season he's had. He's really improved in, la- in the last two years, uh, even three years, to be honest. He's really started to play some great footy, especially just after coming back from that hamstring injury. Um, the reoccurring, obviously, he probably had it about three times, I think it was, um, during this season and last season. He was really unlucky with that hamstring injury. He's come back. From that, um, I think it was early in the year um, when Manly were actually tipped to be the Wooden Spooners. He's come into that side and, and he's made them a top four side. He's had such an impact, Tom Trevojevic. He has an impact on the players around him. He gives these teams so much confidence and oh, I just think that oh, he's a great player. Um, and he had to be at fullback for me. Um on the wings, I actually have James Tedesco now. I, I know that might be a bit controversial. Obviously, Ruben Garrick would have been one uh, that people would have thought I've, I'd put in there. I've gone with James Tedesco purely with the fact that he's taken a Rooster side, um, with, which has had more than 50% of their cap injured and, and suspended, and he's basically taken them and made them and molded them into a top uh, top eight side. I think they're fifth now on the ladder after Manly's win um, the other night. Um, but, geez, uh, James Tedesco, uh, what a player he is. Um, played Origin the past few years. Uh, he's a proven international player. Um, and he's a proven uh, all-star player, I think. He's so, he's fantastic. He, he, um, he is definitely a great captain and a leader for the Roosters. Um, and he has to be in my side. I put him on the wing because I had to put Tom Trevojevic at fullback just with the year he's had. But I knew that I had to include James Tedesco. So I put James Tedesco on one of the wings. Obviously, the other wing had to be Brian Toto. I mean, um, I think this is his second season in the NRL. And, and he comes back from a syndesmosis injury and runs for over 300, well, nearly 300 metres. I mean, that's fantastic from a player. I mean, you don't really get to see that much effort. Obviously, in the Origin season, he did score two tries as well, which was awesome. Um, and I think there's a lot more of Brian Toto um, to be seen. He is just one of the strongest wingers I think I've ever seen since Mike Acevo came into the competition, or even since Semi Radradra or, or 
um, players like that. He's so strong um, for a winger. Um, his post-contact metres at the start of the year were through the roof. Um, but, yeah, no, he's been fantastic, Brian Toe. He had to be in my team of the year. Um, he's definitely one of the players of the year for sure. In the centres, I have Joseph Manu. Now, he is just a man of many, ta- many talents. Joseph Manu, you can obviously play in many positions. Fullback, centre, 5'8". Um, and that's just to name a few. He's played winger this year as well. Um, he's just fantastic, Joseph Manu. Um, honestly... Uh, probably one of the best standing out players other than Tedesco and even Radley this year. He's probably stood out uh, most in that side. He's probably had the biggest impact. I say Radley because the pure confidence and, and um, the meters that he gets his side, he, he's just fantastic. He really doesn't take a back foot step, Radley, but Manu, like he, he probably stands out the most. Um, at the Roosters, he's fantastic. He's had such a great season. Um, yeah, wow. He, he's been a talent for many years, but this year he's really shown his worth. Uh, he's definitely a million-dollar player in my eyes, and any club would be lucky to have him. Hopefully he stays at the Roosters, but, geez, he's fantastic. Joseph Manu, I, I, I really love watching him play. The other one I've got here might be a bit controversial considering the year that Matt Burton had, but I've gone with Justin Olam. I think he's fantastic. Uh, he does all the little things right, Justin Olam. He, he just puts his head down and bites down on his mouth guard and just takes the line on. He's fantastic, Justin Olam. Um, this year, he's really um, stepped up for the Melbourne Storm. I think he's been fantastic. He's been playing some great footy. So I had to have Justin Olam in there. As I said, Matt Burton is another um, another one that I could have chucked in there. Um, yeah, honestly, if, if you told me at the start of the year that Matt Burton was going to be one of the best centers in the NRL, I would have questioned what you were talking about. I would have said, geez, he's a 5'8", what do you mean? Um, but geez, yeah, he's, he's definitely shown his talent. Matt Burton, he can play a number of positions. Um, now that we've seen that he can successfully play center and play some of his best footy at center, um, in my opinion, I think that He's actually a better center than he's a 5'8". And that's a scary thought, especially for the Bulldogs who have just bought him uh, at the start of the year. They've sort of bought themselves a 5'8", a, a and, and they've got a center now, um, which is going to be really hard for the club, especially with all the outside backs they have bought. Um, but it'll be really interesting uh, to see what they do with him over there at the Bulldogs. They can obviously mold him back into that 5'8 role in the offseason. But yeah, as I said, it'll be really interesting to see what the Bulldogs do with him next season. But yeah, I've had to pick Justin Olam for this one. But Matt Burton does come in close second. In the halves, I've got Cody Walker and Nathan Cleary. So let's start off with Cody Walker. He's had an outstanding year. I think for the past two years, he's played some of his best footy. Um, his kicking game's on point. Um, he's he's just his footy brain. He, he, I've never seen anything like it. Um, he really um, plays the game indifferent to everyone else. Um, he's one of those players that can probably see the game in slow motion. And, um, he's fantastic, Cody Walker. Some of the, the skill set that he has, obviously shifting to fullback uh, halfway through the year with, with Latrell Mitchell being out for a while. He's obviously out again, Latrell. Um, yeah, he's played, he's played really great footy this year. Cody Walker, he's such a talented player. And I had to put him in my side. Nathan Cleary as well. I think that the, the years he's had, um, 
he's basically gone from uh, a Penrith junior and turned himself into one of the best halfbacks in our game at the moment. Um, and that is really special. Uh, he... he does every, all, everything right, to be honest. He's only made a few mistakes in his whole career, to be honest. He um, he gets every play right, um, executes every play to perfection. He's such a great player. Um, I can't wait to see more of Nathan Cleary. He's only 23 years old, which is the scary thing. We have so much more to see um, of Nathan Cleary, and I can't wait to see when he reaches that 28, 29-year-old mark when he's really matured into the game. Uh, it's going to be scary for any opposition team. Um, yeah, but he's just a fantastic player, Nathan Cleary. We've got much more to see of him yet. In the front row, I've got Payne Haas, and I've got James Fisher-Harris. Um, starting off with Payne Haas. Payne Haas, what a player. Um He's played some great footy this year. He probably leads the stats. I think I've said this a few times in a few different podcasts. He leads the probably does lead the stats for the forwards every game that he plays. He doesn't take a backwards step. He's fantastic, Payne Haas. You can obviously see why he gets selected for the international uh, games. He's got a bit of speed for a front row, which is pretty good as well. Um, but I think just that um, pure X factor that he has. Um, and just his ability to, to rip into the line and, and gain heaps of meters for his team. I think that's fantastic. Payne Haas, what a player. Definitely one of the best front rowers in our game today. The other front rower I've got here is James Fisher-Harris. Now, he does all the little things right, James Fisher-Harris, and he's definitely matured um, later in his career. Obviously, when he started, he was just this big, aggressive player, um, no one could tackle him. He was just an absolute weapon. Uh, and I think every team players would have been scared to play him, to be honest. He was just so massive and and, and so reckless, James Fisher-Harris. But over the past few years, he's sort of matured his game a bit. Um, I think that's actually a good thing. He, he sort of um, mellowed into the Penrith team, and he really suits their team well. I think he'll be a Penrith player through and through. Uh, yeah, but James Fisher-Harris, he does all the little things right. He doesn't take a backwards step. As I've said for most of the players in this side, he's fantastic, James Fisher-Harris. At hooker, I've got Harry Grant now. People do say he's the best hooker in the game, and I don't think we've seen enough of him yet to say that. I do think that he is... Uh, a very, very, very talented player uh, at hooker. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot more to see of Harry Grant yet. I think he could be one of the best. Um, but yeah, I, I think we still have a lot to see of him yet. I've got him in my team of the year purely with the season he's had. He's obviously an origin player. Um, yeah, Harry Grant, like, he, he sees things that most other players don't. Even the other night, the try he set up for uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, um, there was really nothing on. He sees a tiny gap and he bursts through it. And he's just so quick for a, a hooker of his uh, of his body shape and size. Um, and then he gets a beautiful ball to Ryan Pappenhausen to score under the post. Um, but yeah, the little things that Harry Grant does, it's fantastic. And I can see why he gets picked for Origin. And I, I won't be surprised if he gets picked at that number 14 jersey for Australia. In the second row, I've got Isaiah Papali'i and Angus Crichton. Now, Isaiah Papali'i, probably the buy of the year. I think if he stayed at the Warriors, we wouldn't be talking about this bloke. I think he'd be playing similar footy um, that it went uh, that he was playing when he was at the Warriors um, if he stayed there. Uh, I think 
Parramatta was um, definitely uh, a wake-up call for him. I think he's been playing some of his best footy at Parramatta. Obviously, shifting from the second row to the front row, he's just solid. Um, yeah, he, he's really, really good for a second row. His ball skills are quite good as well. Um doesn't take a backward step, and he's uh, just a fantastic player, Isaiah Papali'i. The buy of the year, for sure, uh, for the Parramatta Eels. Probably the buy of the year for the NRL as well. Number 12, Angus Crichton. Um, he's fantastic, and I've, I've said for this the same thing for Fisher-Harris. Uh, he does all the little things right. I've said it for Harry Grant as well, but I'm going to say it for Angus Crichton. He does all the little things right. Um... He hits the line with speed and and very hard. He's a big body. He's definitely grown since he was at South. I think going to the Roosters um, really allowed him to play his best footy. Uh, He's such a great player. Um, Angus Crichton, I really love watching him play um, footy. His ball skills have improved rapidly as well. Um, He's quite quick as well for a back rower. I think if you could shift, you could shift him into the centres if someone got injured. Um, but yeah, he's so versatile and, and so good for the Roosters, Angus Crichton. He could even play a lock forward role. At the lock forward role, speaking of locks, I've got Cameron Murray. Now, he's so underrated. Um, he's probably one of the best lock forwards in the game. Um, purely just with his ball skills, um, with his defense, his defensive efforts are insane. Um... Yeah, just some of the things I've seen Cameron Murray do is just unbelievable. He's always there to catch an offload or or to give one. Um, his left foot and right foot step are just unreal. Um, he's he's got a tiny bit of speed on him. Um, his defence is outstanding, as I said before. His his origin um, his origin um, stint was unbelievable. He's probably one of the best players on the park, other than Latrell. Uh, Tedesco, Cleary, and, and the likes of those guys. I think he was one of the best forwards on the park for Origin, and he definitely deserves to be there too. He definitely deserves to be in my All Things Rugby League Team of the Week. Um, and finally, my 14, um, I've gone with Brandon Smith. He's had a great year, Brandon Smith. Obviously playing um, for the Mary All-Stars. I think some people forget that, and the stint he had there. He played absolutely um he, he was just unbelievable. He was unstoppable, Brandon Smith. I think close to the line, he's just so dangerous um, with the strength in his legs and his shoulders. Um, yeah, the block of cheese, what a player he is. Um, I think we have yet to see the best of him yet. I think if we do see the best of him, I think either Harry Grant or Brandon Smith are set to leave the storm. Um I just don't think both of them can be there at the same time for their whole careers. Uh, there is the argument that Brandon Smith is that suited well to that utility role. I just don't think that's the... Um, I mean, I totally agree. He's definitely a, a really good utility player, but I think to see the best of him, he's sort of got to be that main number nine, uh, in my opinion. So I think one of them are set to leave the storm. Um not yet, but very soon. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, take from that what you will. I, that's just my. That's just what I think. I think he's definitely set to go to a different club. Well, that is my all things rugby league team of the year. I'll read it again quickly for you if you missed it. So at fullback it's Tom Trevojevic. The wingers are James Tedesco and Brian Toto, Joseph Manu and Justin Olam in the centres, Cody Walker and Nathan Cleary in the halves, Payne Haas and James Fisher-Harris in the front row with Harry Grant at hooker. 
Isaiah Papali'i and Angus Crichton in the second rows with Cam Murray at lock. Your number 14 is Brandon Smith. That is my all things rugby league team of the year. Recommend this podcast to a friend and I'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you.